Is this okay or is this too loud? It's okay. Hello. You sure it's not too loud? It's all right? Good. Is everyone physically okay? Emotionally, where are we? Like a four? Three? Two? We're at a three. We're at a two? Holy shit. We're at a two. We're at a two out of ten. Fuck. Out of ten. How are we is out of ten? Two? Fuck. That's not good. That's a low bar. All right. Well, I guess that makes the show easy to do well. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Specifically the guy in the door shirt. Now, do I know you? I do. Fantastic. Okay. Now, do you, you th are you wearing the door shirt because you're a big fan of the wrestler, The Undertaker? No. You're not. Okay. Now, did you, did you uh, watch the Woodstock 99 documentary? I have not. You have not watched it. Okay. Do you know what happened at Woodstock 99? Uh, I was there. I did some of the crime. You did some of the crime? January 6th and Woodstock 99. This guy. You're a big fan. Okay. So... At Woodstock 99, a bunch of bands played. One of those bands was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were controversial because they played nude. Did you, did you know that? They played the socks on cocks. You get it. We get it. We all have been there. We've, we've been there, done that. They also played Woodstock 94, yet they got blamed for 99, so whatever. Nothing happened at 94. Anyways, um, another Limp Biscuit played. Do you, know, do you know the band Limp Biscuit? They're your favorite band. Fantastic. They played uh, Lollapalooza 2021. Was there a riot? Did they, play? they just did, yes. They played at the exact. Why did they do that? Because money works, baby. People, people need to get rolling. So, um, was there a riot at Woodstock 99? Yeah. Was there a riot at Lollapalooza 2021? There was not. There was not a riot. So, Limp Bizkit clearly was not the problem. Metallica, Metallica, aggressive band, seek and destroy, I get it. Woodstock 99, did Metallica play that? They did, but they also played 94. Was there a riot in 94? No, there wasn't. You know who played in Woodstock 99? Creed, Creed played at Woodstock 99. Now, was there a riot at Woodstock 99? And Creed was there, right? Hmm, who else played with Creed? I don't know. How about Robbie Krieger, lead guitarist for the band The Doors? Did you know that? You didn't know that. Because you're. Robbie Krieger played with The Doors at Woodstock 99. Now, do you. I know that you're a huge Doors fan. Doors head, we like to call him. Do you know what t shirt the man was wearing at Woodstock 99? You don't know what Robbie Krieger wore at every single tour date for The Doors? I guess you're not a Doors fan. He was wearing a shirt for The Undertaker. Now, The Undertaker is a professional wrestler and, in real life, a horrible human being. So, do you know what The Undertaker's gimmick is? He's got a coffin. That's part of it. He's, he is undead. He is one of the undead. Hence, Woodstock 99, there was a riot. Why was there a riot? Because one specific man wanted there to be a riot. His name? The Undertaker. Channeled through Robbie Krieger the lead guitarist of The Doors. Now, that's what this show is about. My, it's, well, it's not necessarily QAnon. I'm better than QAnon. Actually, that's a lie. I established that I am Q, but I am not Anon. I am not anonymous. My name is Brandon Weatherby. No, no, no. It's, it's part of the show. My name is Brandon Weatherby. I am QAnon. It was a promotional gimmick that got out of hand. 
That's on me. That's my bad. Oopsies. I call oopsies, therefore it's all forgiven. Everything's fine now. You, you cool with Q now? You want to say that on record? Now say your name out loud into a microphone. John Smith. John Smith, leader of what church? Thank you for being here. I, I legitimately like you being here, and I hope this didn't make you uncomfortable. I will be on chairs multiple times tonight. We'll be... 10 years, 162 shows. If this is the time where the chairs go out, I'll roll those fucking dice, man. What can happen? Here's what can happen. Lots of horrible... Are you really worried about my safety? The, both of, that's why I'm on two. I get on tables, ladders, and chairs because I'm like the Undertaker. I'm a professional wrestler. This is all fucking fake. Nothing bad could ever happen to me. I'll live forever. Plane ride from hell. Google it. Ric Flair, he should be the next James Bond for obvious reasons. Coming to the stage, DC's version of James Bond. Please put your hands together for Andrew Bucket, everybody. A man that can't stop rolling. <laughs> I guess I'll meet you on stage. Yeah. Okay. This is, I'm doing the hot lava thing. Oh, okay. The floor is lava. Yeah, floor is lava. Got it. So the chairs are chairs, but the floor is lava. Yeah. Got it. Do you this want is great. Up? What? Nothing. Spilled everywhere. <laughs> okay. Who in here is a John Mulaney fan? All right, guys. <clears throat> I love the fact that every single person here knows who John Mulaney is and at one point has enjoyed his comedy, but since the divorce, you're like, I don't know if I want to admit this. Is anyone surprised by the fact that as soon as he got out of that relationship, he had a fucking kid? He wrote a fucking kid's special. Of course he was going to have a kid with an X-Men. That's how divorces work. If you don't instantly get divorced and have a kid with an X-Men, what are you doing? She's in the X-Men, is what I'm saying. Andrew, how are you? I'm well, man. Are you? Yeah. We got a guy over there that's saying it's a 2 out of 10. Uh, how would you rate your life right now? It's <laughs> a 2 out of 10? Yeah. That's pretty low. I know. I hope he's all right. Well, he, he and I align politically because he's wearing an Elizabeth Warren shirt. And um, if you support Elizabeth Warren, as I do, oh, by the way, I'm queuing on. Um, uh, oh, I see. It's just, it's so depressing because you're like, you know that's the right path, but you also know that that's almost, that's like wearing a D&D &D shirt. You know, it's never going to fucking happen, even though it should happen and everyone would be better for it. But no, let's just make fun of the D&D &D kids, even though they're fucking smarter and nicer. And then you're not nice to them. And then you get fucking QAnon leaders like me. Anyways, Andrew. So I feel like I'm co-hosting. So, <clears throat> oh, that's right, Brandon. <laughs> no one. Great I, point. I, you've known me for <laughs> 11 <laughs> years. No, yeah. no co-host has ever agreed with me. Oh, okay, sorry. So what the fuck is this? Stupid point, Brandon. There you go. How are you, man? Uh, good. You know, it's funny. As I think this is the first time I ha I've been sober doing your show. What are you drinking right now? This is just water. Dario, is this just water? He hasn't served me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. I just happen to catch me on a break. That's it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is the... Ex so yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that just screams I'm like John Mulaney and need an intervention or yeah. it's I'm just funny because I usually just come out of the gate talking at you. Yes. And now I'm just sort of waiting for your cues, which is it makes me I'm just like a more polite person. I don't know if it's even polite. I think it's just like um, uh, not as uh, decisive. I'd say cautious. Cautious. You're for more sure. cautious. Yeah. Is that good or bad? What I've been um, muddling my entire life is just uh, caution. To create decisiveness. Yeah. That's it. Isn't this interesting? I'm so interesting when that's I'm That's right. Yeah. That's right. 
Could you please explain your shirt for the people in the room and for the listener at home? It's not even that great. It just says Andrew 1992. And I, is this the Olympics or what is this? That I think is, I'm not trying to make a joke here. I think that's Special Olympics. Is it? I think that is because yeah. that's in reference to the Olympics, but that's not Paralympics. I think that's special, right? Yeah, that's special. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, 1992. I didn't buy. It didn't even say that. Now, if now you're making me feel weird. I, you're the one wearing it. I know, but I thought I it didn't was the dress you. Did I dress you? Yeah, you cool. dressed me. It's okay. I don't need help. So it's good. This is repartee. This is an old. Are you an actual Sonics fan? You're wearing the hat. Yeah, figure it out. So, you're wearing a Sonics hat. I like the Sonics. Do you like the Sonics? You have a hat on right now. You're wearing a Sonics hat. You think this is going to make me uncomfortable? You have no idea what last week's show was like. Haywood and, <laughs> and Kevin can attest to this. This feels like home right now. Here's my issue with the Sonics. It is Friday. You're what fucking... The artist, her, H-E-R, all caps? Fair enough. So here's my issue. Uh, I know. Here's my issue with the Sonics. I think Kevin Durant is a fantastic athlete, but people get upset with Kevin Durant because he left Oklahoma City to go to the uh, Golden State Warriors, and, and now he's in the Nets. Like, he's going from super team to super team. But he started as a fucking Sonic. He was not drafted by the Oklahoma City Thunder. They fucking moved the team. So where should we hope Kevin Durant plays? It's an unfair situation for Kevin Durant, and he was the last great Sonic. Do you see where I'm going with this? Thank you for participating in the show. I really appreciate your presence. Andrew. For the folks at home. <laughs> Andrew, how yeah. are you? you? You said two out of ten was, was one of our persons. How are you out of ten? Uh, out of ten, how about I tell you that I'm a, a shade of calm blue. I, I'm, not, I'm not a numerical value. So you're like a slightly more positive Nick Drake? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Now, why are you sober? Is that a weird? <laughs> yeah. So uh, my girlfriend and I broke up. Oh, and fuck. Then, I'm sorry, yeah, man. It's okay. Um, and then the week after that, I went on a bender and it was one of those benders like to end all benders. And then after a week of that, I was like, I got to chill, wrap my head around this thing. Yeah. And that, that's it. We don't even need to get into that. You brought it up. Let's go into I it. I know. Actually, I had some stuff. So uh, let's talk about the show. We don't need to talk about me. This is 10 years. You're doing this. Yeah. Here. 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 Doing it for 10 years here. Yeah. Right. What, what did you have prepared to talk about? Uh, well, so I was leading you into talking about the show. So yeah. it's been 10 years yeah. here. Yeah. And you've made a big announcement that this is the final yeah. one. Yeah. Here. Here. Yeah. Not the final one ever. No. Okay. Yeah. It seemed like that in the... Were you just milking it? 100%. To get people to come? Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. 100%. Very smart fucking to do. idiot. Jesus. Yeah, of course. We got a show two days from now. No, it's just... <laughs> do you want to know why or no? Um, is it is it interesting or is it? I mean, it might be, but I don't know. Well, why? Well, why is it moving? I am uncomfortable for the first time doing the show ever. Oh, it's it's all COVID related. That's the, oh. it's entirely COVID. So and it's a space thing. It's a space thing, but also having a kid thing. Yeah, of course. And I'm just so uncomfortable right now. Okay, so you just need something more open air, so you I can keep it going on a regular basis. Also. That's a huge part of it, but also, like, until my kid could get vaccinated, I don't mm. think I'm going to feel comfortable. And he's got, like, what, another, like, 13 years until Probably, he's like, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Sounds got right. it. Yeah, okay. So, um, and then, okay, so 10 years. How many times do you think I've done this show? Uh, my guess is, like, 40. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Damn, I guess that's true. You know, I don't think I think I had done comedy three times the first time you had me on as a guest. Yeah, and I was so. You had me on as a comedian. Yeah, but I had done comedy three times. So you're asking me questions about comedy. I'm like, yeah, you know, when I do sets, <laughs> I try to do sets that are, um, you know, the funny is best usually. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> see, so and I was on a date actually. I came, to, I brought a date to your show, yeah. and then you put me on the spot to be a guest. And I low-key embarrassed myself, and then I was just like, "Sorry, I just got to go be a guest really fast on this show." I guess they just <laughs> guess they just asked me to be one. So, uh, and then yeah, but that's fine. And then we've been to New York. We've been to New York together twice. Yeah, really? one was good. We went to Philadelphia together too. On a we did a like a matinee show. It was me, you, Friedland, and Johnny Grave. Yeah, and we did a matinee, and I think there were some cool drunk guys in the front then too. What's up, bud? Yeah. He gets it. He gets it. What's up? Yep. Yeah. Except, it, except. You're not even, you're not, like, I can see your phone right now. It's just the time. Except. He's, just, he's looking at the time. He's not even browsing. You're not trying to date. You're not trying to place bets. You're literally looking at the time like there's something there that you might not realize. I it's, will say, though, that there might be an exchange rate with Philly, but this was a 3 p.m. show, and these guys were more hammered than he. Oh, yeah. So I don't, I'm not trying to diminish our friend here, but... It, they were more drunk. Oh, for sure, for sure. At 3 p.m. For sure. You know, so, you know who else is on that show? Who was? Ron Gallo. Who's Ron Gallo? Ron Gallo is... Do Somebody brewing tea? What is it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was very funny. Thank you for Thank saying you. that yep. out loud into a microphone. Thank you. Uh, Ron, he's, he's relatively well-known in the Pitchfork set. Oh, like yeah. uh, like bailing hay and stuff. Is sort of like how Adam Friedland is sort of well known in the uh -huh. comedy scene. Ron is like the well. Equivalent. So listen, after ten years, I have a couple list of grievances here that I just want to. Bring I've never them. been able to say these before because I was worried about not getting booked. But um, it's not a long list. But here we go. Brandon, wrestling is for babies. Um, is that why you had a baby so that you could pretend that it was you were watching it with the kid? Uh, Brandon, Queens of the Stone Age are barbecue sauce music, and the main guy is a jock poser. Hold on, stop. How could he be a jock poser? He is both a jock and a poser, but he's not a pose. He's not posing to be a jock. He beats up Nazis. How I is said, that a bad thing? I, it's a jock semicolon poser. I will. I don't want to fight you physically because I know I can just <laughs> because I will destroy you. Okay. But I. I, I understand making fun of them for lots of reasons, but not that specific one. Okay. I just needed a tag for barbecue sauce music, yeah. which I thought was very funny. Also, what's wrong with barbecue sauce? You Some know, of the best barbecue like sauce. Burn, 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 barbecue sauce. You like that? You like that? Did that, <laughs> did that riff blow you away, bud? <laughs> Fucking A, man. <laughs> but anyway. That was just for us. Thank you. That's it. That's all my grievances. Those are all your grievances? Yeah, that's all. Oh, that's, thanks, that's all I could come on. <laughs> I don't think you realize what we're talking about. We are the comedy duo of Tyler and Andrew, and <laughs> I don't think that's what you're referencing. But okay, mm -hmm. you know who makes some of the best barbecue sauce? Who? Jr. Famous J wrestling announcer. I tied the two together. Oh, Jim JR. Ross, buddy, you get Jim it. Ross. You fucking get it. Are you going to be okay with the breakup? Serious question. Yeah, it's fine. It's me. Well, it's so funny is that it is mutual. But anytime you tell people it's mutual, they're like, oh, no. I've, okay, I've I'm heard. I'm sorry. Honey. I'm like, no, it really was. How? 
What do you mean? How was it mutual? We both decided it's not going to work. At, at the, the same, same time? time? Yeah. Okay. We both showed up to a meeting with bullet points as to why. I think we were both trying to be the one to do the breaking up, and it was like, no, 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 no. I'm breaking up. No, 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 no. I'm breaking up. But, uh, yeah, I, mutual. I, I love you and I care about you. I want to believe you when you say it was mutual, uh-huh. but I don't. Because the last time we talked about this relationship, you were over the moon about her, and it wasn't that long ago. Oh, yeah, but things can happen where you sort of realize that you're living in a, a, a story that you made up for yourself. Do you think you would have lasted this long if not for the pandemic? Uh, oh, because I was on your podcast, and I was talking about Oh, that's right. Okay, so... Yeah, we got together because of the pan, not because of it, but in the spirit of it, we got together. And so like, then we attempted life post-pandemic, like vaccinated, going out, friends, family, all that shit. And all of that was like kind of fine too, but it did illuminate a lot of the spots where like we had never gotten to experiment in that area before. And when it's just us in, a, in an apartment for five days straight, watch, you know what I mean? It's, that's different than being in the world and having all that external stuff that can affect you, you see somebody's reaction to something that you've never seen before so it's like I don't know you know and then you try and stick with it because oh uh, like it's almost like the cart before the horse in a weird way but whatever I guess it's like probably how they were in the movie Speed where like Speed 1 or 2 Speed 1 okay. where they had this whole like wild adventure on the bus or whatever but then they have to like go back to normal life and I think she even says that in the end of the movie she's like Couples that come together under circumstances never last. And, you know. So do you think like Keanu and Sandra and Speed, you'll get together in a lake house in about 12 years? Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Isn't there something strange about the lake house, though, like the mailbox? Yeah. You're gonna live in, they live in different timelines. But oh. they, c- they communicate via snail mail okay. in a mailbox. Okay. So, that's what, so in 12, 10 to 12 years, you'll reunite with this person. Uh-huh but never actually see each other and then have ghost sex with each other. Oh, okay. Ghost sex. Yeah, why not? Spooky. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's Halloween. Okay. He gets cool. it. Yeah. Thank you for being you. Hey. Don't touch me. Don't touch um, me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pandemic. Yep. You have two shows to go do. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. I hope Martin's dad's venue is great for you in comedy. <laughs> and I want to just thank you for being you. And like everything else I've ever done, you have an open invitation to be part of it as long as you're willing. Thanks um, a lot, man. And I appreciate you. Please don't stop doing what you do. I won't. And you, you don't stop either. I don't think anybody could stop you if they wanted to. But thanks for 10 years, man. Okay. It's been awesome. And I'll see you next time. See you. All right. I'm Andrew. <laughs> Hold on, really quick. That is your guitar? Wait, wait, what did you bring a guitar for? What the fuck? What? Wait, I, didn't, I thought that was the band's guitar. What the fuck? Allison. So we have a co-host on this show, and she is a wonderful human being. And uh, please, if you're willing, put your hands together for Allison Lane, everyone. Allison. You are milking those applause, and I love it. You brought a big purse first. I did. Thank you for and being thank you. Thank you for uh, acknowledging purse first. Yeah, I'm not a fucking idiot. Of course. Do you, I, I've, uh, I've said this for years. That's not a joke. I think Bob the Drag Queen would be just as successful if, without Drag Race. 
That's probably. I agree the, with that. That is uh, the only drag race winner that I would say that, and I say that with a, after a lot of thought. Um, Bob the drag queen is fantastic on TikTok. Highly suggest. Uh, do you TikTok? No. Well, you should. Okay. It's tight as fuck. How are you? Hi, Ian. Medium. So Allison and I did a show last week, and I think I said four words to her. You did. And uh, I think that you probably were grateful I said four words to you. I had ten jello shots. Holy shit. In like two and a half hours? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, thank you for coming. I'm not going to say your name because last time I said your name and you felt uncomfortable. So thank you to the person I'm pointing to that I've already acknowledged this. Do you want to know something that's funny right now? Sure. The gentleman over right in front of us um, with the S hat on. Yes. Cannot tell if you're my roommate or not because I don't know what my roommate looks like. (laughs) Cool. I was like, he might look like that. I've been very confused sitting behind you. So you're not my roommate. Okay. That's, now that that's clear, I'll finish this shot. So one of the things that some people might not know about is I'm really good at keeping track of important dates. And um, every certain month I think of Allison because it's her birthday month. And <laughs> unfortunately, it's not right now. And, um, but it is one specific person's birthday in this room tonight. And I think we all need to acknowledge him. Uh-oh. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the guy behind the bar, this is actually his birthday. Please put your hands together for Dario. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. We have two birthdays in the room It's your birthday. The guy behind the bar and the guy at the front of the stage is two birthdays tonight. We're just celebrating every goddamn day of the year because it's important to acknowledge when it's someone's birthday and it's definitely the guy behind the bar's birthday. Tonight is the one night a year where we say thank you to Dario. Thank you for being you. He's doing great. Now, Allison... The last time we talked in this room, you were about to embark on a cross-country trip. Oh, God. To yeah, the great that. state of California. Yeah, it's a state. Uh, I'm really sorry that Gavin Newsom was not recalled like you wanted. Oh, and, um, and So I, upset. And I just wanted to say, how was your trip? Terrible. What happened? Yeah. Um, it just, I mean, you know when people do too much, and I mean drugs. Yes. And they lie about it, and then they ruin your trip. That's what happened. Basically, I lived a very shitty, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers video, but that was, like, not fun. Like, when Anthony Kiedis was on drugs, that was, like, not tight. Yeah. Yeah. So are you... But I did eat some hot dogs, though. Can we talk about the good part? Fuck the bad part. Sure. So clap if you like hot dogs. First of all, hot dogs are amazing. Tyler's like, yo, fuck hot dogs. <laughs> fuck them wieners, ho. Anyway, so like, I um, planned this trip around hot dogs um, because that's who I am. Really quick, you planned a trip to California. Around hot, hot dogs. Th- not Chicago. Not, dude. But Los Angeles. Here's the reason why. There's this amazing bar. Have, has anybody been to Lyman's Tavern? Yeah. Yes. It's another bar <laughs> where you can black out anytime you want, and it's fine. Take your shoes off, if you will. Who cares? Um, so That was a callback. <laughs> anyways. So the Lyman, it's similar to the Lyman's Tavern in that this is a bar 
that has pinball machines. I want to feel like I'm home when I'm on vacation. I want to black out in a familiar space uh, where there are pinball machines. Uh, so I went to a bar in California. I spent not thousands, but goddamn close to it, hundreds of dollars to go to California to eat hot dogs, but because it's a vacation, instead of drinking Miller High Life and tequila, I drank Pet Nut because I'm fancy. You drink Pet, what is it called? Pet Nut, bitch. Pet Nut. You know what, that fancy ass wine for no. bad bitches? No, I don't. That's why you didn't walk up here purse first. Okay. So like, you. Cool. Pet Nut, it's French. <laughs> it's French, it's effervescent, okay. it's bubbly. Okay. Goes great with wieners. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Would suggest. So you had some wiener juice and some wieners. Wiener juice and wieners. You smacked some balls around. Smack, smack. And then then that was it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's all that happened? We ain't got to go with the rest of it. It was, it was not fun. I came yeah. back in 16 hours because I'm rich. <laughs> 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 Basically, I'm on Jeff Bezos' payroll, and I just flew back to Washington, D.C., did you stay in Washington, D.C.? I did not. I stayed in Baltimore. So here's the thing. I flew back because uh, somebody ruined my, my trip. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go to Baltimore. Did I tell you about my trip to Baltimore? No. So I went to Baltimore, right? I basically ate spaghetti in bed naked for three days. It's tight as shit would suggest. Yes. Naked spaghetti. Talk to me later, dude. I'm single. Woo! So <laughs> But like, okay. So I, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> so he's not here, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, so like I, um, I go to Baltimore to the Monaco that's in Charles Street or whatever, in those little neighborhoods where the shit is. Yep, you the, nailed it. The internet, the internet harbor, fucking the internet trip harbor. advisor of Baltimore, Woo! going okay. where the little shit where the houses are. <laughs> there. The little shit where the people live. So I walk into this hotel that I, I booked uh, on the cheap because I'm, I'm traveling on a budget because I flew across the country twice in 16 hours. Um, and I walk into this pretty nice hotel in the Inner Harbor. Okay. And the woman's like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, hey, girl. She goes, hold up. Why are you asking me to sell his face? What the fuck he talking about sell his face? We don't even have Tito's. And I'm like, what the fuck does this email actually say? Okay, um, number one. Yeah. Why don't they have Tito's? Why don't they have Tito's? Tito's is readily... It's ubiquitous. It is gluten-free for sure. Yeah, it's vodka. You know? Come like, on. Oh, my God. Okay, so how do... Green alcohol? Does it get better than Tito's? Thank you, Austin. <laughs> Keep it weird, right? <laughs> that's, that's their saying. Keep it weird. I miss that guy. He was adding so much to the show. Uh, do you know him? I wish. Is he your roommate? <laughs> I don't think so. You sure? My roommate is a Caucasian. Oh, okay. He's a Caucasian with hair like that guy. Did you say a medium Caucasian? He's a, a Caucasian with hair like that guy and glasses. I like to. I don't know what his face looks like. I'm going to be honest with you. My roommate. I also like the idea. Uh, of you don't not look like him, which is still fucked up. Um, <laughs> I, I like the idea of calling most white people medium Caucasians. I, I, I'm going to start that now. That's a useful term. 
Um, You're medium. How did the not Tito's resolve itself? Um, I still don't know. They gave me forks for free. I don't know. Like, forks? Uh, yeah, dude. I what is that? Of, I ate a lot of pasta. Oh, okay. I ate a lot of pasta. Do you have any Baltimore pasta recommendations? I actually don't because you know what? It wasn't good. What? It wasn't good. So you're just bragging about eating mediocre pasta I'm in the nude in a hotel? I'm bragging about eating pasta naked in Baltimore. Not the actual pasta itself. Fair. Do you know how bad bitch that is? To be in a king size bed by yourself watching Below Deck on Bravo. Do you know how dirty that show is? It's fantastic. I don't know if we've ever had more of a Simpsons um, I sleep in a bed with my wife conversation than just right now where um, you sleep in a race car bed. <laughs> oh, and we didn't have to do that because like, listen, you and your wife, you all can like not sleep together all the time. Don't people do that shit? Sure. Is that, wait, is that in your vows? We should sleep together all the time and never apart and never eat pasta in bed naked by ourselves. That's a weird vow, man. I slightly disagree. <laughs> um, I that's don't, not a weird, that's an oddly specific vow. It is oddly specific. <laughs> I think it was more implied. Um, you, you, you can if you want, but it's not I mean, mandatory. Yes, my parents are divorced, so this is a terrible example already. But like... I feel like sometimes, like, you just need some me time. Sure. I and don't disagree with that in any way, but the eating <laughs> naked alone is, you think it's, it's, it's great, and, and I'm happy for you. Yeah, it was tight. Good. As fuck. Cool. Thank you. I know you're right. It's really going to Everyone clapping right Yay! now is <laughs> What the fuck? It's spaghetti and naked time. Oh, Put man. your titties in your pasta. <laughs> well that's a good tagline for <laughs> some pasta company out there hey medium caucasian put your titties in the pasta <laughs> i like that the guy that laughed the most it's his birthday which makes me really happy because it means that he's enjoying the show is tyler downstairs laughing tyler passed away it's really sad oh, um, no. this is now a tribute show to tyler I'm sorry. It's like a video game. If I don't see you on screen, <laughs> you're dead. And that's why I started QAnon. Um, game over. <laughs> <laughs> you should sing it wakes. <laughs> <sighs> what was the last good wake you went to? Oh, God. Let's not. No. No? Nope. We're not doing that one. We're not ranking wakes right now? Woo! Who's the best dead person? Ooh, let's rank them. Number one. <sighs> To me, a live dead person or like real dead person? You tell me. Oh my God. I actually don't have an answer for that one. It's that clear. was way too good of a question. I'm going to quiz the crowd now. We're Who's doing your best dead person? Who's your best dead person? I got one guy on my mind. Put your fucking mask on before you talk to me. Put your fucking mask on. Come here. Come here. Uh -oh. Stand right here. Who's the best dead person? Jim Morrison. Undertaker, you fucking idiot. It was the monologue. It's the Undertaker. I'm so sorry I called you a fucking idiot. I meant to make eye contact while I did that so you knew it was you specifically. <laughs> if it was not COVID, I would have, like shake your hand, but no. Buy that guy a shot. It's also his birthday. It's his birthday. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. 
That was a, it was a sort of a curveball. Uh, the best undead person is actually Kane, who is the Undertaker's brother. And the reason why he's the best is because um, he is the governor. Is, no, he's the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. And at the height of COVID in 2020, not the height of COVID in 2021, let's get it correct. Uh, he was the only person to vote against a mask mandate because he wanted more dead because he wanted some peers because he is also one dead. You get it? Kane's a bad human being. His name is Glenn Jacobs. I think two N's. Is that right? G-L-E-L-N-N. Never trust a Glenn with two N's. That's what I've always said. She gets it. Am I right, Allison, or am yeah, I right? Thank fuck those you. guys. That's right. She gets it. <laughs> Welcome to my TED Talk. So do I. It's called QAnon. QAnon's pretty great so far is what I'd say. Oh, my God. Does that make me Candace Owens? I'm leaving. <laughs> Over. Go fucking kill yourself. Nothing could top that. Why haven't we ended every show with go kill yourself? Why not? Party. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Hey, Matthew McConaughey is going to run for governor. Does that make you excited? No. no. What? I thought you were done with Q. Get the fuck out of here. No, just stay. You're great. I like you. Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what size shoes are you wearing? It's crazy. Do you like these or no? Yeah, they're tight as fuck, man. Thanks, man. My wife does not. She's not here right now. She's probably eating spaghetti. <laughs> I don't think she is. <laughs> no. Calling your wife. Calling her. No, that's nope, not a good chant. That does not work. That. That's not a good. Never doing that. I want to stay married. I still. <laughs> am I the only one not shocked about John Mulaney's last year? You get it? You're not shocked at all? You get it? You're saying the guy that got famous at like 22 with a giant Coke problem that made a children's special is relapsing? What the fuck? Yeah. His, like, I'll get sober gig was writing for late night during a pandemic. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Seth Meyers is a guy I could really trust. What the fuck is all... I don't even watch fucking late night. What am I doing? Cocaine. I, w I don't even do cocaine. What the fuck is this? Boring. I don't even do cocaine. Speaking of cocaine, our next guest is a fantastic friend. <laughs> I don't want to do that to him. I don't want to do that to him. Are you willing to move over one seat? Why? <laughs> you could have said no. Well, if I don't do that, then the show just stops, and it's this. As long as the guest brings me a shot when he comes to the stage. Well, Dario, it's your birthday. Could you pour yourself and Allison a birthday shot? <laughs> and by a shot, I mean like a, a pint. Just pour a pint of Tito's. She is a, this is a fucking chill for Tito's vodka. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, give it up for Tito's. They keep Austin weird. Shout out to my dad, Tito. What's your dad's name? My real dad? Any dad. <laughs> Stanley. Stanley? Yeah, dude. That's a fucking great dad name. That's a dad's name. Was he a good dad? Eh, he's a dad. He's rich. He's good. 
Does he share his wealth? But you know what? <laughs> Here I am doing comedy on a Friday <laughs> at Wonderland. My dad's doing great. He's very proud of me. <laughs> now, I've met your mother. Everybody! Dads, 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 dads. Nobody. Everybody's sad in here, aren't we? I love it. I'm going to put my microphone down All until right. the shots Coming to the stage is not a joke. My favorite dad in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's a good segue. <laughs> I'm being sincere. Thank you for not using the mic when you said it the second time. Please, gentlemen, please put your hands together for Haywood Turnipseed Jr. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. Haywood, if your daughter, I know she's four, but if your, <laughs> if your daughter was like, bring me a shot, would you do it for her? She kind of did. She was like, give me something to drink. She <laughs> She said that earlier. It was water, but she was... Give me something to drink, nigga. So... <laughs> okay, uh, she didn't say the N-word. That was just me. My... <laughs> do you celebrate Halloween in your household? Halloween? Yeah. Yeah, I get... You know, I like all Hallow's Eve. Do you have any skulls in your house? I do. I do. So every Halloween, we go overboard on skulls, mm -hmm. and there's like 20 random skulls floating around our house, and we have some skull chalices. So I brought them out today, and I let the kid drink from skull chalices and now he'll only drink out of a skull chalice. <laughs> so that's different. That's thank you. Different. Thank you. So what I guess the real question is, is how does it feel to be an inferior father to me? <laughs> I mean, go ahead. You do what you do. You let your kid drink out of a skull chalice. That's all right. That is a very white man thing to do. Thank you so much. <laughs> Nothing screams privilege than drink out of this skull chalice, son. Brains. Brains, drink these people's brains as you're raising a zombie, but it's all right. Yeah. So we have a skull in my house because my wife, uh, her job, she's what well, her job, her career, she's a massage therapist, and she learned the body. So we actually have a skeleton, and we have taught the kids what their insides look like. So you go right ahead and treat your kid how to, you know, how to drink people's essences. Yeah. And <laughs> I'll keep teaching my kid how to understand what that essence is. I did. I just want my kid to know every single day there is no such thing as a skull. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. No. All right. There's all kind of skull, but in my, I have very, I have various definitions of skull. I'm a hip hop head. <laughs> Thank you, all the hip hop fans. Know what I mean? Give me some. Uh, when I've gotten some skull. <laughs> wacka 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 brains. Yeah, it's. I've never heard skull. You never heard that song? You never heard getting some gray matter? <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea behind Brain that, but, but the reality is that. That was a very sexual. That's an STD. No, it's not. If I'm, it's gray? I'm clean. If it's gray? No, no, gray matter. Your no, I get it. Okay, you, you, you don't understand. I think I do. No, you listen to Wait. Anthrax. I listen to Public Enemy. Once again, incorrect. <laughs> Do I look like someone that listened to Anthrax? Nah. Good, no. thank God. I, you, I was I worried. Oh, fuck. I was really cool. worried. I listened to Anthrax on the way here. Did you really? Yeah. Why? That, that public enemy makes smash up, bring the noise. Yeah, but that's, that's like the Anthrax one. Anthrax is pretty all right, though. They're fine. You were talking about Lollapalooza, and that's the first yes. time I got familiar with Anthrax was on a Lollapalooza some years ago. All right. I remember I, I, we of, of that era, where I went in the 90s, where Lollapalooza was Lollapalooza-ing. So... 
it was when like, it was a touring festival. It was crazy back yeah. then. Though. Like Ice Cube and Cypress Hill was there, and like like white kids and smoking weed it was like we got all this kind of shit in common. Yeah, things really changed. <laughs> Can I ask you a question. We were all like we all hate your parents. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing, man. It was amazing. When's like, the last time you festivaled? This summer. I went to the, the Really? DC, yeah, I went to the, I was I performed at the DC Cannabis Festival. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Wu Tang was out there, Met the Man and Red Man was out. I was like, this is right up my alley. And then I was like, but you know, COVID, so I performed, got paid and left. Yeah. <laughs> That's how old I am. Like I didn't stay for the like the the act, the big act. Like I went got through and then I was like, I'm not it was <laughs> I'm so I'm old now. Like really, I was like I'm going to this festival because I have to. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody has. I mean, it was a cannabis festival, right? Like people out there. I was like, really, y'all gonna be smoking out here? This is amazing. And then they, people had their mask off. But you know, we all people. Had, you had to show your um, vaccination card, or you had to get a COVID test. Like really, right there. And I was like, this is this is pretty cool. Plus, you know, we all know we are, we're all woke, so we know that weed and COVID don't match. <laughs> We were like, you know, weed, if, if there's any COVID killer, it's cannabis. Once again, right, the show. Right, 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 that's what, that, right, right, cannabis kills all, right, 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 right. That's what I'm selling, that's what I'm, that's what I'm believing. Because I was like, there's no way that cannabis can live if in, in, your, in your throat when you're smoking that herb, which is that hot, to burn up the cannabis, to burn up the COVID, right? Like oh if bleach God. burns COVID, then you know cannabis and hot smoke. So you're saying we should cold. we should inject the bleach? No, 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 no. You're going too far, man. What he's saying is, how did you book <laughs> Dr. Fauci? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fauci, I love it, dude. Like Fauci single-handedly like reinvented Italians for the 21st century. <laughs> like no bullshit. Like we have a whole view of it. Like in, like in the 90s, I had like Italians. It was like Corleone or respectfully, like Sopranos. Or respectfully, some shit. the biggest movie as of right now is The Sopranos prequel. Yeah, but then like Fauci's like, I'm a doctor. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> And I'm like, that's, I, that's Italian. He's an Italian. Like, they're, they're, people can say his name. They're like, Fauci. And then spot like, on impression. And, they're like, he's, and he's like, I, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. You know, he's like, I'm a doctor. I'll fucking, I'll, I'll get you cut, but I'm a doctor. <laughs> okay. I, I love that dude, man. He's like, yo, for real, like, we, we're different. I'm like, I'm just waiting for Michael Eric Dyson <laughs> to do that for black people. Hasn't Neil deGrasse Tyson done that for black people? Nope, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Every time I watch like him on TV, I'm like, look at this smart ass Negro. This is, this is. I love it. I love it. I love it. I know white people get upset. Like, what did he know about the cosmos? <laughs> <laughs> He's not a cosmopolitan. He don't know most about. Co- look, you got on a mask. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's not a cosmopolitan. All right. Thank well, you. You got that. So every the audience didn't. every whenever we do this show. We yes. do a segment called Color Commentary Color because commentary. nothing makes people feel more comfortable in a bar than <laughs> talking about race relations. So <laughs> we have to double down. Funny you say that because after 2020, everybody's talking about race relations. So what you're saying is they owe us. Yeah, we, we were ahead of the curve. Yep. Now everybody's like, hey, Black Lives Matter. We were like, we were telling you that. <laughs> we were telling you that 10 years ago when we started doing this. And they were like, no. Nah, not so much. And we we're like, okay, and next thing you know, like, like, like Captain America can be black. And we we're like, nigga. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's what happens when you're a forward thinker. And that's what we have been, forward thinking. So, yeah, continue with your intro. What okay. do you want to talk about tonight? Because, um, uh, well, um, color commentary, and this is where we comment on, I could comment on how white this show is, but, you know, we already know that. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
we already know that. Like my man here, like he had us on the door shirt. Is that word clapping? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you, you have come on like it's funny because as Alice has come on, color commentary has been less and less necessary. Because <laughs> in the beginning it was necessary, but now Alice is here, and I'm like, yeah, she got it. I don't need to say. Like you have a black woman on your show, I'm following her, nigga. Like you literally have a Dora Milaje on your show. Like I'm Can't, like, yes, no, no. Wakanda forever, motherfucker. <laughs> I think we've already established that Candace Owens is our inspiration for this show. No, that, that's your inspiration. She's taking a flip on it and was like, you know, Candace really needs to go get her hair did. <laughs> listen, I love you. What Allison. are her edges doing? Uh, man, listen, me and you on the same Aww. page. You bring reality to the show, and he's like, hey, I'm, 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 and this is what's amazing, like, this is the final show here at Wonderland. So this is what I was thinking, I was like, we could, we could talk about two things, we could talk about, I, I, we did Art All Night last week, which was pretty cool, right? That was pretty cool, I was like, we could talk about art, because that was the plan, but then I did, like, comedy, and I hadn't done comedy on this show in a long time. Or we could talk about finales. I, I'll give you the choice. Let's do finales only because the art one is more serious, and I don't want to make a joke of that. No, I can make anything funny. I'm famous. I know you were. <laughs> honestly, what, <laughs> what he did last week, what you did last week, what you did last week was so good. Thank it's you. It's not a joke. No, thank you. It, it, it was a joke. Hey, what? No, I'm not famous. My kid Googled me and was like, Daddy, that's you. He was like, are you famous? And I was like, yeah, nigga, do your homework. <laughs> Because that's what you got to get to get your kids to do the homework. Like, they got to think you're somebody, right? He's like, do you know anybody have one picture of me with uh, Captain America, Chris, Chris Evans? And I was like, this is Captain America. He's like, you met Captain America? And I was like, I sure did. I was his falcon. I was his wingman for the evening. And he was like, is Askia doing his homework? <laughs> he was like, did he really? And I was like, yes, yes. He should have asked you how much you could pay for that show. Oh, he doesn't care about money. He's still innocent. I got a son, right? Well, you guys already know this. I've done this show before. Like, and my son, he's, he's, but I said this last week, like, he's this real innocent kid, right? He wants to be a police officer. I was like, I wanted you to be an athlete. What the fuck happened? <laughs> like, he wants to be a cop, right? That's his, like, he's like, I want to be a police officer, especially like after Black Lives Matter and all that shit. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. I get like the sentiment, but like, if you were an athlete, like we could make money and like move away. <laughs> <laughs> And you wouldn't need to be a police officer. He was like, I don't, you know, he was like, I love sports. Like, I want to play for fun. And I was like, see, that's, that's where we're failing. That's where we're failing because the white man sees you playing and going, look, at what fun I can have. Gave them babies too much joy. <laughs> Black boy joy. <laughs> then, you are not Willow or Jaden, okay? But what's funny is he started to understand racism because, you know, we, we kind of, we're fluid, right? So he plays football um, over at RFK parks at the parks and stuff now which that's is that's where you did the weed fest yeah it was i was like we, i was just out here a couple weeks ago and it was different <laughs> <laughs> so he's out there playing football and those kids are like do you want to play basketball he's like why do they all keep playing me asking me if i want to play basketball and i was like you know why <laughs> and then he was like i don't ask them if they want to play soccer and i was like that's because you're a human <laughs> no he wasn't talking about hispanics he was talking about the white kids Dario, they say that's Dario whose birthday it is. He's thinking, you know what? That's what's wrong with you, Dario. You think you, you, think you got the market on so football, my nigga, on. and you don't. Come on, Dario. You know what come I mean? Like, I'll tell you what Hispanics got the market on baseball right now. Have you seen Dominicans in the goddamn league? Oh, my God. I'm like, they're like Jackie Robinson. They're like Jackie Robinson. <laughs> is that the most racist thing you've ever said on this show? That might be it. 
Because I was watching Vladimir Guerrero, his, like, his kid plays baseball, right? This yeah, Vlad Jr. And I was like, damn, fucking, I was like, yo, I was telling my kids about the Negro Leagues. It was like, you think there was a time where we couldn't play baseball? He was like, they didn't want us to play the same sport? Like, why? And I was like, because you were great, nigga. That's what, yeah. Are you serious? And then like, he's like, but what about now? And I'm like, they're great. They, they, they've suffered. Like, I don't know what they did in Dominica, but that goddamn sugar cane. <laughs> that is, I'd rather pick cotton. <laughs> but as you can see, this is why they're better athletes right now, because it just, sugar cane make you bounce back. <laughs> Was that too much? Was that too much? We're all going on in Haiti right now. That's too much. I'm, I'm the problem. Let's talk about finales. I'm the one at the wall with a whip with Haitians. First of all, how the fuck are Haitians even getting to the border? Let's start right there, but anyway. <laughs> like, they got to get to the border. Like, Once again, this not, show is brought to you by QAnon. <laughs> but why, why would I drop them off all the way? We're going to take you, but so far. And you, that is some bullshit. I'd have been like, really? This is it? Cubans get, <laughs> Cubans get to Miami. You're going to drop me off in Mexico? What kind of shit is this? You, you have, anyway, too much. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Please keep going. I mean, because like, cause I'm watching, I'm like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me? I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck are Haitians doing at the border? And then I saw, and I was like, this is propaganda. But that's too much. That's too much. So let's talk about finales. You know what I've learned doing this show with you for so long? Because <laughs> like, I like, I love how everybody's like, what is he going to say next? Yeah. <laughs> no, because I was like, I was watching the, the people get, I was like, wait a minute, that is a horse? You guys, okay, I'm not crazy, right? You guys have seen this, these pictures of people on horseback whipping people of African descent who are crossing the border. And I'm like, are they Mexican? Or, and they're like, no, they're Haitian. I was like, how the fuck did they get to Mexico when you got to take a boat to Mexico? Why didn't they just come to, to America like, and just say, okay, Baltimore? But... Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand. How, like, how did they, like, they tricked them. Like, that's a lot to do. They're like, we're going to take you, but so far. We're going to take you almost to racism. Like, if they had to drop the niggas off in Baltimore. <laughs> take you almost to Because, like, they could have just stayed in Mexico and been like the shit. Like, Haitians in Mexico are, like, cool. You know they're African Mexicans, right? Yeah. Too much. Too much. <laughs> No, because I started saying I shit because like, I've been to Mexico. Like, I was like, show. I didn't know there were black people out here. They were like, nigga, what do you think we went? Like, we weren't all going to Canada. And they're like, first of all, let's. Okay, I was going to talk about finales, but let's just talk about racism as it is, right? Like, you guys remember like, when everybody, when Trump was running and people was like, I'm going to go to Canada. And I was, black people did that shit when fucking. They were like, Lincoln or, or Jefferson Davis, Canada. So, like, black people went to Canada, but there are black people who stopped in Buffalo. And I'm like, why? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, why would you stop in Buffalo? Like, Niagara Falls, like, this is not that amazing. But, like, Harriet Tubman has home there. And there are people who's like, this is it. I'm just stopping here. So I say that to say, the same thing is happening again. Like, people are going to Haiti and saying, we'll get you to America. But then they're tricking them and going like, hey, I didn't think they, you know, I'm, I'm dropping you off in Mexico. And I'm like, you know Mexico. Like, are we that fucking, like, do we need that much media to say that shit is that fucked up that any kind of immigrant coming into this country is going to have a problem? Because that's really what's happening, right? They're letting us know that any kind of immigrant, but if you're black, we're going to like make it rougher, 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 rougher. And I'm like, that's some bullshit. Because like Haiti, here's the thing about Haiti. Let's talk about Haiti. Haiti is the first uh, uh, of, on this coast, or well, not this coast, in this hemisphere. It's the first democracy of, of African descent in this hemisphere, and they beat Napoleon. 
Like Napoleon was the fucking shit, right? Like if you guys know who Napo- don't know who Napoleon was, Napoleon was this like four foot croissant eating fucking French dude. This fucking Randy Newman character over here. No, I mean like it was. It was this four foot. He ate croissants and shit. He was like, I don't. He's like, I'm more worried about the English and not the fucking Haitians. And the Haitians was like, Toussaint was like, nigga, worry. And then, <laughs> like Toussaint was like, yo, and this Toussaint is this black dude. And here's the thing about Haiti that's important because Haiti helped recognize America as a fucking entity. So as an entity, America was like, as America won its independence, other countries was like, we ain't fucking with you. It was like, yo, and then Haiti was like, we'll fuck with you. And then they were like, oh, word? Yeah, and then other countries started going, okay, cool, we'll fuck with America too, because people believed in what the Haitians had done. So you have this amazing democracy that had happened, this amazing African culture that is really growing, this amazing rebellion, and then people want to say like, nah, they, nah, 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 you know, they, they, they poor, they don't get it, they fucking destitute, like, all this bu- bullshit, and I'm like, that's more propaganda, and that's why we have the problems that we have. We don't learn about, we, you know what we learn about in this country? We learn about Russia, and we learn about uh, uh, um, England. That's all we learn about in our, Engli- in our classes. And what we need to learn about in our history classes is, Amer- is the Af- first of all, the indigenous people that were here, those indigenous people that were of African descent that were here. We need to learn about the people who came before Columbus who were in Mexico, which means you have these black Mexicans running around. They have these old mech heads, right? One of these heads are at the fucking Museum of uh, Natural History. It's this big black head. That's a real motherfucker, right? Like, that big black head is a real individual. It, it was that big. It wasn't Shaquille O'Neal, but. Because <laughs> when I look at it, I'm like, that looked like Shaquille, but it wasn't Shaquille, but it was, right? So I said that to say, you have all of this stuff that happened on this hemisphere, and we don't learn about this stuff, which means that from a perspective, all you get is this white supremic fucking perspective. And then white people are like, wait a minute. I didn't know that this shit happened. Like the only, people didn't even know that slaves actually rebelled and were like, no, nah, I don't like this shit. You know, like New, New Orleans had fucking rebellions. Uh, uh, fucking DC had rebellions. And then even so on and so forth, you have more shit going on where like Black Lives Matter, was it the Wonder Years have come back? I don't know if you guys are seeing this, right? The Wonder Years came back and they're talking about 1968 and they were like, hey, yeah, uh, uh, you know, we, you had Black Lives Matter and you had a president that was really decisive and they were like, funny that the year is 1968. But that shit is like Trump type shit. So I said it to say, the thing that we don't learn in this country is that whether you were brought here by force or whether you came here on your own, this country actually belongs to all of us. And here's one of the things I've said on this show before. This land is your land, this land is my land, but let's be honest, this land was made for you by me. So, (laughs) (laughs) so the reality is, right, like if we keep looking at that shit going all poor Haitians, we don't realize the power that actually is there in Haiti. We don't realize the power that's here in America. We don't realize what, what we could be. And that's what I love about this place that we live in, this land that we live in, and this time that we live in. We live in a time that we can actually share information real time. We live in a, in a time where we can actually see what's going on real time. Like, I remember watching Tiananmen Square and watching what was going on in China and watching what was going on with the communists and shit, and that was like, what, a week later after this shit had actually happened, we saw that shit, or when the Berlin Wall fell, that was like a week later we actually saw that shit. Like, there was a piece of it in the museum, but the museum closed. Um, it did. I was like, it, it, the little piece had like public enemy and shit. And I was like, they know about hip hop over there. That's kind of cool. But that's the kind of shit that they tell us. So I said that to say, right? This world is a lot smaller than what it is, but it really is big. And it's this, it is round, just for people who's questioning. 
<laughs> Respectfully. People say like, oh, is it flat, nigga? Listen, I've never been to the moon. And we but. aren't lizards either. Well. Well. Here's the thing about the moon. I, like people say, like, is the Earth flat? Listen, nigga, I I have never been to the moon, but I'm pretty sure it's out there. So, I you know, but no, I didn't come from no lizard. And people didn't come from monkeys either, because if we did, every so often a monkey should be coming out like, yo, what's up, cuz? <laughs> like monkeys should be coming out of the jungle every so often, like, hey, I made it. <laughs> Thank you, just one white guy. The rest of y'all never listen to Wu Tang, which is the point. Which is the point. If we were all allowed to listen to Wu-Tang, and we were all allowed to understand that we all are witty, unpredictable, talented, and have natural game, then we would all understand that this place really is for us, by us, and it's about us. Yes, this country was taken from people who were already here. Things was bought and sold, and we took it over from people who were already here. And yes, we brought people here who didn't even want to be here, but we all here now, and we wouldn't have fried chicken without it. <laughs> And I don't give a fuck what you say. If America ain't done shit else, we have created jazz music, hip-hop, stand-up comedy, and fried fucking chicken. And what nobody in Africa frying no chicken. Like, you know, you, do you know this? You, you guys do know this, right? This is a scientific fact. Like, the chicken is a distant cousin to the T-Rex. You guys know this, right? Like, niggas were frying T-Rex, but they weren't frying no chicken. <laughs> I tell you my my favorite meme while you giggle? That's actually hilarious. No, my favorite meme while you giggle is there is a bunch of chickens and, yes. and one of them has a koofy on it. <laughs> and he says, you know we was dinosaurs, niggas. <laughs> and it's my favorite meme. You no, know we time. was dinosaurs. We was dinosaurs. That's what I'm talking about. We were that all. That chicken didn't lie, though. That chicken ain't like, we He's all come from a place, man. Everybody has been ostracized. Everybody has been dehumanized. And that's the, what we have the ability to do right here, right now in this country. We have the ability to recognize everyone's humanity and realize that everyone has a space and place on this planet and everyone has the equal opportunity to pursue happiness. That's all I give a fuck about. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And everyone should be able to pursue their happiness unimpeded. Everyone should be able to have a series finale. I, I didn't want to talk about them because I looked at them and I was like, they are very white. Like Friends is at the top of the list. I ain't never seen three episodes. How was Friends the number one fucking series finale of all time? Number two is ER. No, that was some bullshit. I yeah. Three is 24. 24 was a good show. You're a fan of Kiefer Sutherland? No, nah, I just I'm a fan of white guys like saving the world, <laughs> unless they named Napoleon. <laughs> and then number four is uh, Six Feet Under, and then number five is The Wire. So finally, in number five, you get to a show that everybody's like, "Yo, look at all these people!" But it's like this show about people who are destitute. And there was so much more to show. Why isn't the series finale of Roots number fucking one? It's a miniseries. But it was a it was a show that was on and everybody watched it. Yeah, it's a miniseries. Doesn't count as a series. You technical. That's exactly and, and right. Listen to the Russian judge. That's exactly right. Like it's technical. That's listen, exactly. listen to the Russian judge. He's like it's technical. Simone Biles is still the shit. In closing. Wait, I'm against <laughs> Simone Biles now. You the Russian judge? That's what she was like. I'm not playing with them Russians. In closing, what I am saying is everyone. The, the beauty of the, the, your show and what, what, what I like doing your show and what is this 10 years in 11 years 162 there's 162 here 162 here uh, we've been doing the live show for 12 years 11 in DC 12 man those are powerful numbers 
and then 13 overall. 13 overall. See, yeah. okay. Why I like doing your show is you do ensure that you highlight, like, as far as, like, white men go, you are a fucking great benefactor. Like, <laughs> no, because, like, because every fucking, like, let's be honest, every, every, like, listen, I'm not getting into Hollywood on my own. I'm not, I'm not going to be on podcast. He was like, I love your voice. And I was like, thank you, white man. <laughs> so I'm mean, like, no, really, you do highlight. You, you make sure you, you, you added Allison to your show. You, you highlight different voices. You highlight different cultures. And you highlight different types of art. And I really appreciate what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I hope you get 13 more. Uh, we were talking about Fauci earlier. Well, as they say in Italian, Cendane, which is 100 years. I hope you have 100 years of success. 100 years of you need them, everybody. Thank you. And 100 more years of color commentary. Fun. <laughs> Cendane. What's the other word? Lachaim. In African, it's 100. In African, <laughs> in African, in African, in African is, which is the whole continent of 52 countries. In African, in 52 countries, we all go 100, 100. <laughs> we get you, CN, my friend, uh, CN, Mill. Keep it going, brother. Thank you. Peace, man. Haywood Turnham Seed Jr. Everybody. I love doing this with Haywood because if you look at a transcript of that. I don't know, 5% Allison, 5% me, and then just Haywood. It's awesome. It's like a mini break in the show. He's the fucking, so good. Coming to the stage is a, is a wonderful human being. Uh, the first time he did this show was in November of 2016. It was November 4th. And since then, everything's been fucking awesome. Um, and I would like to say, this guy had a huge part of it. Uh, Without him, things would be a little different, but because of him, we got to wear red hats with pride, and uh, I'm glad he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Kevin Titt, everybody. Kevin! Hey, what's up, everyone? Give it up for Haywood, huh? Yeah! And give it up for Andrew earlier, huh? Give it up for him, that guy. I had a whole list of jokes I wanted to do, but that conversation sparked a lot of stuff in my brain. Can you recap every topic you just went over? Yeah. You can? Yeah. Can I sit down and... Yeah. All right. And then when I feel uncomfortable, I'll get up and do a joke. Absolutely. All right. Which part do you want to start? Just the Haywood Let's segment? Let's go from the beginning from the Haywood set. From what the Haywood segment? What was the first... Uh, topic. Well, first, Hay would come up and we talked about what we did last week at Art All Night, which you were a part of. I was there. And then uh, we talked Ted about... Ted Cruz, huh? Yeah. TC. The whole thing with Ted Cruz is like Jesus Christ. Yep. You're stealing my bits. Did you already do that? Nope, I did that last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did that for about five minutes. and then Was the that a bit you had thought of, or was that like a stream of consciousness? Stream of consciousness, because we were... Because you really feel that way. Well, yeah, you got to speak your truth, you know? Exactly. So, uh, we so TC, right? Ted Cruz, just like... JC, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Have you ever noticed how the T and the J are real similar? All you got to do is add a little U underneath, and it's in your heart. Sorry. No, you're great. All right, so what was the next thing you guys talked about? With Haywood? 
Yeah. With from Haley? the set tonight. From the set tonight. Then we talked about what we were going to talk about, which was art and the role that art plays in yeah. society. But I decided to not do that because Haywood gave me the option to talk about finales. And I don't, and, and I genuinely believe that art is more important than TV show finales. And I thought TV show finales would bring more frivolity to the show. So then we started talking about that. Okay. You then, know, wait, well, how do you feel? Hey, you guys ever watch TV? <laughs> You guys ever watching a TV show and you're like, really? A million dollars went into that story? I get it. So what were you talking about? And then after that, uh, Haywood took a hard turn. Uh-huh. And then we started talking about Haiti. Haiti, yeah. Okay. And then uh, we, started, we started to talk about what's going on right now in the Texas-Mexico border. And Terrible a- stuff. Correct. <laughs> Terrible. Correct. Yeah, you know, hey. What's going on? <laughs> Haywood wasn't lying. You just bring a bunch a bunch of fools in a boat up to Baltimore and let them get out, walk around. No one's wondering what's going on. You're in Baltimore. You do that shit out there in Mexico where there's already a crisis. It's hot. Mexico's hot. Baltimore, no one's looking. My thing, listen to Haywood, bring everyone to Baltimore. You can just walk right off the dock, start a life. <laughs> what was next? Well, I'm going to make this next. That's actually a really good idea. No, it's a great idea. For a, for a reality show, oh, a society. Oh, no. God, no. A, a musical. You guys like musicals? You're making it hot. I know. That was a great idea. Okay, then we talked about uh, uh-huh. how uh, in the U.S. kids don't really learn anything except stuff uh, in terms of world history that's Russian or English-centric. So, hey, what's up with history in school, huh? I'm from Hawaii, as you know. Yes. And what we learned about is something that most people probably on the East Coast don't ever learn, is that Hawaii it was not accepted as a state. So if you're white, or anything going to Hawaii being like, you're part of the U.S. Don't do that. Because people from there are not stoked to hear that. And you'll, that's why you hear so many stories about white people getting beat up. They go on with ignorance of like, hey, you're part of us. And they're like, ah, you, you don't know. <laughs> and then you just get hit. You get robbed. Not with guns. You get beat the fuck up by people out there. For being ignorant. So all I'm saying is, yes, racism in Hawaii exists. But it's not anti or white racism. It's regular old racism. And it's people who still have fucking means to scrap. So just accept that that is the fact when you go out there and have a good time. Just <laughs> what else did you guys talk about? Can I ask a Hawaii question and then we'll go back to what Haley yeah, was talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about? Okay, if I go to Hawaii and I uh, say that, but uh-huh. I'm wearing a shirt for The Rock, uh-huh. and I say that you're all part of the United States, you're all part of this universe, but I'm referring to the WWE universe, uh-huh. will I get beat up? Depends on how deep into it the person you're talking to is. What if I also get a Samoan tattoo like The Rock? Depends on how well you can fight. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> if you can scrap, people will leave you alone. I can cut a promo. 
<laughs> Will that help? Go check out this video of me before you hit me real quick. <laughs> I'll just keep talking well, shit. Nothing bad will happen, right? Yeah, Nothing yeah, yeah. bad happens to people that just incessantly talk shit, right? Non-stop, especially when you feel like you come from a place where you're allowed to do it. Oh, yeah. Just and I'm fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. What uh, was the next thing, though? Oh, after that? Then Haywood went on about a five-minute diatribe about how I'm the only good white in the city. <laughs> hey, you guys ever have a white friend? <laughs> All right, what else would guess talking about? <laughs> then uh, Haywood tried to say a, a lot of nice things in a lot of different languages and then referred to something as African language. <laughs> yeah, then what else you guys talk about? Oh, then he left, and then we brought oh, you Oh, then up. he left, then it was me. All right, all right, this, this is where I did the joke. Yeah. All if, right. if you want, it's optional. Everything's optional. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do a couple jokes. Yeah, yeah, That's cool, okay. Cool, cool. All right. Hey, what's up? How you feeling tonight? Hey. I'm a, I do stand-up too. And, you know, I'm learning to get more comfortable with myself and my presence in the other, the presence of other people. And that's what this is. All right, shut up, Kevin. Here we go. I've been freaking out a lot more. Huh? Anyone getting, anyone getting older and just freaking out about it? Like you see a Life Alert commercial and then like all of a sudden you get it? And you're like, ah, that sucks. That sucks. Do you need a button for that? <laughs> Falling in the kitchen. Remember as a kid, you would hear like, oh, Ethel fell in the kitchen. And she died. And you'd be like, wait, what? Why? Why didn't you just get up? <laughs> and now, now I'm old enough to where I get it. And I like sometimes see stairs of a building I've got to walk into. And like, if they're too tall, I'm like, I don't need to go in there that bad. All right, that's where I set the book down for transitional period. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Here's the next one. Yo, so speaking of getting older, I'm worried about my mom because she's getting older, and she had to go to the doctor because she wasn't feeling good, and it was like two weeks of running tests and like blood work and all sorts of stuff, and she finally got the results back, and I rushed over to the house to find out what was going on. And I said, Mom, what did the doctor say? And she told me, well, Kevin, turns out I'm not getting enough D in my diet. <laughs> and I said, excuse me? <laughs> and she said, yeah, it turns out I'm not getting enough D in my life. That's why I feel like shit all the time. And I froze up. And I hesitated, but I had to ask, what did the doctor prescribe you? And she said, these vitamin D supplements, son. She says, I need to get more sunlight and take these vitamin D supplements. And so I told her, mom, you always got to say vitamin. <laughs> you can't just go around to people without the vitamin part. Because then I panicked and I was like, well, do I, is this doctor trying to fuck my mom? Do I got to call the hospital and be like, hey, is this allowed to happen? I didn't go to med school. All right. <laughs> See, I, I had this, sh all right. I had the joke built out without that part. I thought maybe you could use that part. Turns out it doesn't need that part. I have bad health care. Huh? <laughs> it's not good. I 
I learned the hard way that uh, dental is separate. And I found that out <laughs> when I went to a dentist and they told me, hey, Kevin, you got to get all four of your wisdom teeth removed at the same time. And I asked the dentist, okay, well, shit, that sucks. When do we do this? They said, a week from now. We're going to schedule you an appointment with an oral surgeon. And uh, during that week, I uh, researched wisdom teeth removal. And I read a lot of things about it. A lot of them were very terrifying. And I, I came in with a panic, but I had a consultation with the oral surgeon two days before the procedure. And I said, hey, oral surgeon, what time should I have someone pick me up after the appointment? And they said, what are you talking about? And I said, well, I've been doing a lot of research and uh, I just need to know what time to tell someone to pick me up because you're gonna gas me out and then uh, I need someone to be there because I can't drive home. And um, I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to coordinate with you so I can coordinate with them. And they said, well, you don't have good health insurance, so you're not gonna get knocked out. You are gonna be fully awake for the entire procedure. And I said, four, huh? And they're like, yeah, all four. I'm like, ah, oh, great. I said, there's going to be a lot of blood. It's like, we don't know yet because <laughs> you got that mouth. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Can I take Xanax before this whole thing happens? They're like, we actually encourage you to do so. <laughs> and so I was on a hunt for Xanax for two days. And because of the health insurance thing, I, I can't get it. So I had to go to my plug, which is my mom, who gets all sort of vitamins and stuff from the doctor, who she's not fucking. <laughs> but it wasn't her doctor, because she also doesn't have a prescription for Xanax. However, the six-pound dog Caesar she has has a vet who hooks that dog up with a Xanax. And so I've been taking dog Xanax. And uh, if you weren't sure, that's the exact same thing as people's Xanax. It's the exact same drug, like straight up. It's the same thing. Kind of like if you ever gone to like an animal store and you grabbed like a dog cookie and took a bite out of it and realized it was just a people cookie. That's how drugs work for dogs. I'm not a vet, but we've been getting scammed for a minute on drugs. And if you have $8, that's all you need for a full prescription for dog Xanax. I got a lot of questions, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I'd rather take questions than keep you doing can That was great. Thank you. Kevin said everybody. Um, I've been drinking the whole time. Uh, I okay. had to make that clear. I have a tooth uh, anecdote myself, but yeah. you said uh, animal store? <laughs> Did I? Yeah, well, you know, it's, sometimes there's fish. Pet store. And people, I mean, yes, He's, pet store. Just wondering. Okay, um, I thought I said pet smart, but I might have nope, said animal. Nope, nope. Animal, animal store. store. Yeah. Okay. I like animal store. That's animal store tight. is great. Oh no. M medium Caucasian and animal store. The two things we're taking from tonight. Um, are Are you sure you're taking enough of the drugs that were meant How for? How big is, is six this dog? Six pounds. Listen, Caesar I've six only take yes. So anytime I've taken Xanax has been dog Xanax, and. <laughs> I am easily like a, not a hunt, like 45 
times heavier than that. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know math well, but sure, I think sure, 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 sure. Mm. That's yes. two something, right? Okay, but how but are you taking enough to actually help with the pain? Well, I don't use it for pain. I only use it for when I'm freaking out. The pain wasn't that bad. I just took a Tylenol after all four teeth were yanked out. Yeah. You can hear them getting pulled out of your head, too. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. You can visibly hear the crunching yeah. and munching. And then you get to look at the bloody stumps. Really quick, before I get to this anecdote, Dario, could I have another one of these? Really quick, I don't know if you know this, Kevin. It's, it's Dario's real. birthday tonight. Yeah, I know it's Dario's Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Dario! Happy birthday, Dario! Um, Wait. So, you, well, you, what's your question? My question is, um, what's your favorite dog cookie? Oh, that's Since a good you're question. you're eating so many dog cookies. So, what's your favorite regular cookie? <laughs> Like a soft chocolate chip, but I figure the dogs they don't can have do the that. chocolate chip. They can't give that to dogs. It's like a snickerdoodle. They got that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm no, saying, like, my, you're my the dog cookie expert. I don't know. It's one with the cream filling in it. And For it dogs? Was, yeah, dog. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's like the vanilla cream filled cookie. Is it one. any cheaper than like human cookies, though? That's Are you talking you about Oreos for dogs? No, but there's no chocolate. Oh. Okay, but here's my question. Cookies aren't that. Cookies aren't cost prohibitive where the dog version is cheaper. If anything, you're spending more to eat the dog version. To buy the dog version, yes. But yeah. to just grab and bite. Oh, so you're talking dog. more about sample no sales. No one is going to be like, hey, dog, I saw you eat five of those dog cookies Fair. before you checked okay. out. No one's going to call you out on that. So you're just hoping people are afraid of you, and that's why you're not going to get busted. Who's not afraid of the guy who eats five dog cookies? You heard all night last Last week, you know how not afraid I am of people. Yeah. So if you were working the register, you probably would ask someone. I wouldn't give a shit. See, exactly. Most people don't. Okay. So, Allison, do you have any teeth anecdotes? I'm actually still stuck on what dog cookies taste okay, like. Okay, fair enough. That was unsatisfying dog, answer. For the me. one by Target on Columbia Heights. Okay. Pop Go to the animal store. <laughs> There's a lot of medium okay. Caucasians going so in and out. the medium Caucasians at the animal store have a variety of dog cookies. So many. Uh, some it's that stupid. are cream-filled. None of them with chocolate. Perhaps a snickerdoodle, but like it's Correct. not guaranteed. It's I'm kind of <laughs> almost embarrassing. Like If you ever had to buy <laughs> treats for your dog at that store and someone has to ring them up, they're just kind of putting shit in the bag and being like, hey, I'm hooking you up. Damn. They don't give a fuck. No one gives a fuck. Those cookies could fall on the ground all day. There's no end. Yeah, they're for dogs. Exactly. No one gives a shit. And it's like the last line of defense the cashier has with the customer. Do you think this is a life hack? I'm you up. If you're a a cashier at a dog store or a pet store and you can hook the person up with some free snacks, you are cool with whoever the fuck you're checking out. I know that. You That's think. not the question. But do you think you're giving out knowledge that people don't know right now? Do I'm actually very like, confused. Oh shit, this changes everything. No. Free snacks forever. You would, you'd be surprised how timid people get when it's like. I don't think that's the right word. When it comes to the working man and like what the I don't the think the timidness are? of any of this is relevant. Okay, so you've never been in a situation, no, I'm sure you haven't, but has anyone here been in a situation where they wanted to hook up the person behind the cash register, it didn't every but fucking feared that they would ruin their life by helping them out? 
How would it ruin their life by At helping the them animal out? animal store with dog pictures? Just in general. If like Normalized animal store, ladies listen, and gentlemen. That's if you go on the Smoothie King app and try to add a tip digitally before you show up, they will say you cannot add a tip. That's racist. Yo, if you Agreed. go to a fucking salad, uh, what is that? Green green salad, whatever that place is. We got is. it. Sweet we got green. it. We got it. People greens. And you were like, hey, I want to buy this person a salad. All I have is a 20 for them. They say we won't take that 20. Yes. There are a lot of limitations to what Agreed. People, so what I'm saying is for the small working class person, the 16-year-old who wants to hook up the person at the pet store with extra treats for their sick-ass dog, they have that power there. Sure. They can help. And that's all I'm saying is that no one gives a shit about the inventory at dog places. I if agree. If you want to take a snack out, if you want to <laughs> steal a snack, if someone wants to give you extra snacks there, it's no biggie. No one gives a shit. Sure. But Once the again, human experience I don't disagree with the human experience between the two people doing it makes a world of difference. People doing it at the animal store. Turn That's up. All I'm hey, uh, Brandon, <laughs> Does you that don't not make sense. <laughs> I guess. Go ahead, Allison. I was gonna be like, "What's your favorite cat treat?" My favorite what? Cat treat. The, an animal from the animal store? Tuna. W- you eat tuna? Yeah. You fucking animal. I would not eat tuna. That's gross. Fuck it. Tuna's okay. Um, <laughs> all right. You're hurting the environment. Fine. I don't give a shit. I'm a white. Didn't we establish this? I'm QAnon. Do you think I give a shit about the environment? White tuna. How much does that cost at the animal store? The same price it costs at the human store. <laughs> it's the same cost. It doesn't save money. So why are they upselling it to dogs? That's what I'm saying. You ever see a couple dogs yapping at each other, stuck on the leash, and the owners pull them away and think about the show Roots? You ever think about that? They're Is talking that a callback to Haywood? Maybe. It's a callback to history. Why the fuck these dogs getting yanked away when the tuna cans cost the same across the board? What are you doing? I don't Revolting, know. bitch. <laughs> we Haitian now. We Haiti on the stage. I don't think you're helping Haitians right now by saying we Haiti. I think that Haitians have more common sense than all of us. Okay. When I was... When I was bartending and um, I didn't have dental insurance, a part of my tooth broke. And so for about two years, I tried to get it replaced, and and that cost thousands of dollars that I didn't have. So what I ended up doing was slowly, my tooth would slowly fall out of my mouth. Um, I've been there. And at one point, I was was using pliers to get pieces of it out. Wow, that's nuts. That's exactly what I was doing. And that's how I discovered that uh, a friend who was going to dental school was like, oh, yeah, yeah, if you do, if you just, like, swish whiskey in your mouth, it will slowly kill the nerves that are exposed. I did that with one of my teeth. Exactly. So that's what I did for literally years Yeah. until I found a dental school that would pull the tooth and, and, and like, essentially seal the nerves completely. But I couldn't get it filled for roughly 10 years. So I had a hole in my mouth for about 10 years. And you could, in theory, have a hole in your mouth forever. But another Simpsons callback, your teeth will cave in. If there's just a hole in your mouth. So I was like on the edge of like, could I fix it? And I didn't fix it until my wife got pregnant. I don't know how. And um, (laughs) then I was like, I can't be a dad like worried about my teeth caving in. So I got, I finally got it fixed. And then a global pandemic came and now I'm just rolling the dice with all my other teeth. And uh, I'm at the same place I started with 15 years ago where I'm just drinking whiskey to prevent future dental pain. Let me tell you my. So do you have any animal store tips for this? 
Dog, yes. Get them all ripped out as soon as you can. You feel so much better when yeah. those teeth are gone. Yeah. There is no bigger truth than just... My dad would say, Kevin, just get it taken care of before you get old. Well, that's the difference. I never had a dad. Now, is that a Hawaiian thing to have a dad? My dad's not Hawaiian. He's from Pittsburgh. Is that a Pennsylvania thing to have a dad? I've never lived in Pennsylvania. I don't know. But what I do know... Why are you the defensive one? You're the one with a father bragging about the good advice you got. Maybe you were at Woodstock 99. Maybe you caused January 6th. JK, that was me. It was a mistake. (laughs) Yeah, project much? You had too much dog Xanax? Is that what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Did your dad tell you to take dog Xanax? My mom has the plug for the dog Xanax. Hell yeah. But... I will say, get the teeth ripped out as soon as you can. Best decision you'll ever make. Um, do they sell who? dentures at the animal store? No, you don't need dentures. Who are had dog, the pulled are out? dog fake teeth more cheaper or more expensive than human fake teeth? Cheaper. So that's that's a good that's a good that's a good tip for the night. So if you want little itty bitty versions of your teeth. You gotta get the dog. Hit up the pet store. You gotta go to the no the animal store. You gotta go to the animal store. <laughs> the medium snakes. Caucasians there will hook you up. Deer, goat. They got uh, goat teeth. They got goat teeth. They Shit. got elephant teeth. Fuck. Wait, wait, well, slow no, down. Why George would they, Washington? Really quick. Teeth. Why would the animal store have elephant teeth? Because our first. They president. don't sell elephants. Listen, this country was founded on elephant teeth. Right, George Washington. Didn't George Washington that or was it wood? Was it wood? It was wood. I thought it was elephant teeth. Nope, wood. Those are black people's teeth. He's a murderer. Listen. <laughs> Umar Khan told me that it was elephant teeth. Racism's funny, isn't it? Find this Yay. show. If you want to download, the re- this is episode 798. If you want to hear our other 798, 797 episodes, just Google QAnon TED Talk. It's all, it's all me. It was all me. Um, why are you whispering yes that we're slaves' teeth? George Washington put slave teeth in his mouth? Yes. He said he had a haunted mouth. Wh- what? <laughs> what? You telling me that George Washington... Was whispering to slaves in his sleep on how to revolt and escape. I don't buy it. Spooky as mouth in the south, baby. He didn't have those spooky ass teeth. How drunk Kevin Tith is just a fucking truther. (laughs) No way George Washington had spooky ass haunted teeth. Welcome to Scaretober, everybody. You're telling me that the dentist went in there and heard a bunch of slave hymns? Yep, you heard them. Google that, QAnon. You tell fucking me jokers. that George Washington's teeth were oppressed. Why don't you start every set like this? You telling me that George Washington, first president of the United States of America's teeth. You're stressing the wrong word, so it sounds like you're saying he's you the president of teeth. me. The president of teeth, George Washington America, stole slaves and put them in his mouth and had teeth working the fields. Are you trying to tell me this, Brandon Weatherby? Is this what your show's about? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, goddamn, I learned it. something you, you've new. You've seen today. the show. You understand. I can't believe this is true. I do. Well, there's Listen, a those teeth never told a lie. <laughs> you telling me that Abraham Lincoln had George Washington? You're conflating. You're conflating again. Well, I know all the drinks that Andrew didn't drink went. <laughs> yeah, Andrew said, here's the secret. Take my tab. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um... Thank you for being part of the show. Thank you for having me. And and exposing truths. Yo, give it up what for the, the fuck? <laughs> for Q. Give it up for Q. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, that's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands Are you ready? I should have asked that. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for T Cobra, everybody.
Thanks to Brandon for having us. Got a few more songs for you guys. This is a new one. This is in Spanish, and we just played it. Uh, this is the first time we're playing it live, so let's see. Don't know judging. I'm recording you. Quiero cantar como Luis Miguel. 
you.
one. Thanks, Brandon, for having us. Here's one of our We are to program. And this is the bank teller's daughter. By this time, yes, we're gonna be the red. 